smoking and growing and watching prohibition fall down. Are we doing this? Are we live? Are we waking and baking? What's up, everybody? Dude Grow Show, Wake and Bake coming at you. Uh, any technical difficulties on today's show can be blamed on high C. Guru. How dare you? I was going to blame him directly on Guru, man, who didn't show up, man. I see the hero today. Uh, Our so producer. We're supposed, supposed to be doing a grow talk today, but we're keeping it simple with a wake and bake. Guru's sick today, so we like to have his knowledge on the grow talk, if you will. Not that it means Scotty couldn't hold down the fork, but come on, you know, it's good to have us all three bullshitting. Today, I see as producing Wait, is the show. Wait, is that the reasoning behind that, man? Is that you don't trust my uh, <laughs> my knowledge? Okay, all right. Uh, show rundown today. Scotty's been doing some book reading and a book called "Just Listen." Okay? Yeah, dude, just listen. Fucking listening's hard, dude. All right. It it is. I want to get into it. I love to talk about listening. It is a skill. I mean, I, I have a 17 year old son, you know, 11 year old daughter. And, and I talk to him about listening. I'm like, dude, it's not like, like you have to work at it. Okay, man. Like, let's talk about this. Yes. Yes. Let's talk about listening. And then he'll be like, what'd you say? Anyway, so in the news, <laughs> in the news, I'm trying to understand this one a little bit. Scotty's going to help me out. Um, Jimmy Kimmel is high off COVID's cannabis breakthrough. So interesting story there. And there are just uh, cheese balls throughout that whole story from the author to Jimmy Kimmel to. All right, we'll get into it, man. I used to like Jimmy Kimmel. You used to be cool, man. And what I consider good news, uh, Arizona's marijuana sales exceed $1.2 billion and millions will help fund education. And just because we're stoners, Scotty found that scientists have revealed the clearest image ever. Of Jupiter. And I haven't looked yet. I don't want to be spoiled. Oh, but... it is just all fucking crazy, man. Where do you see this thing? Uh, before we hop into it, you guys still have a minute. If you are supporting, if you're a DDC producer, make sure you sign up to win the HLG Blackwing over on Patreon. If you're logged in, just go to the giveaway hook, the hookup grower hookup post with the Blackwing and comment. Right. Whogrows.com forward slash support is where all the info is if you guys are thinking about helping produce this show. And if you guys are DDC producers, you haven't gotten any sticker packs yet, feel free to message me over on Patreon. Also, send me Grow Talk questions, news, and show ideas. Hence, producers, man. I love to help you guys, having you guys help build the show. Uh, for those of you that aren't on board yet, you're missing out on free seeds from Seeds Here Now. Scotty's got the 30% off Real Growers Recharge and Grow Dots, uh, as well as, man, making this content happen. The eighth year here, guys. Coming at you, and we want to keep coming at you, pushing prohibition down. Yes. Nice, man. See, I was going to say something in the middle of that, but I decided just to shut up and listen. And not That's fine. That's fine. Gonna say. It's all good. We got to keep it tight today, too, since we have a backup producer, High C, helping out. No edits, guys. You're no getting it raw. Edits. This is a raw show. Please don't say <laughs> the F word. Oh, shit. There have been some edits that have in the past, what, we're at 1,302 episodes now that were definitely necessary. Okay. But today we'll keep it, we'll keep it legit. Uh, moving into the show, who's growing some dank out there, man? Scotty got to pick uh, the dank nug. So yeah, I see it. it's it almost might... easy. Well, I see it involves grow dots and recharge. A little bit. The last that was the last <laughs> thing that I saw, man. Okay, we lied. That was the first edit. If you didn't catch it, but we're all good. We got the tank <laughs> nug up here. Big Detroit Energy. Big Detroit Energy Ethos Genetics by Eric the Colorblind. 
Okay. Now this had I the last thing I read on this was uh, using grow dots for nutrient or recharges microbes. I picked this. Come on. First off, I have Detroit, big Detroit energy, or at least I used to have a big jar of it, and I loved the buzz, man. It was an up buzz. Uh, Colin from Ethos gave me a jar of it, actually, man, which was pretty nice, man. But the, it's beautiful, beautiful flower. Uh, come on, that's the dank nug, no? Yes, it is. Let me tell you about it. This girl has about a week or 10 days left. These picks were taken with just the iPhone 13. She is so frosty. I agree. On my third grow... First grow was unsuccessful, but showed me what not to do. Awesome. I'm glad you're continuing on. Second grow yeah. was two auto flowers from Ethos that yielded over just six ounces for me. Bam. Um, this grow is completely different. I finally learned how to control the environment. I'm growing in a lot more, and I think it shows in this plant. She is in a five-gallon pot with ocean forest soil, using grow dots for nutrients, and recharge as microbes. That's all. Blammo. Blammo. Just added water every couple of days, and she's gotten to this stage. Yeah, we got to revisit that on the Grow Talk, man. The questions about uh, the Grow Dots dosage in uh, in an enriched soil, such as ocean forest. You know what I mean? Sure, Probably. sure. Strain dependent, man. Yes, it is strain dependent. <laughs> I got I, about the author here. I don't know if I've done this one, but that's all right. I'll do Eric the Colorblind. This is currently stay-at-home dad. Worked law enforcement for 15 years before walking away from a wicked, toxic environment. I, I only started using this plant medicinally about four years ago and had never smoked before then. So it's still a pretty new community for me. My state of New Mexico recently became legal to grow recreationally. So I've decided to start a grow. And Guru, bring the big beard back, brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he had it going for a while, huh? So did Banner. Banner came in one day just with a trimmed beard. Not even off, <laughs> just trimmed. And I was like, whoa, man. Mine can't like get too big. I got Keep like it a little said. short. It's not just it's just not thick enough, I don't think. And then you just said I wanted to comment. You said uh Eric the colorblind walked away from law enforcement after 15 years before um from a wicked toxic environment. And you said, I bet. I also I I mean I can't I can't agree with you on that. I bet. I'm sure there's plenty of law enforcement actually by one of my buddies. He's actually on uh Marine duty now down outside of Tampa, which is pretty awesome. That, job. Come on. That's like the top one fraction of one percent, man. Most <laughs> but of it can be very rewarding. It can be a very rewarding job. Imagine every time you showed up someplace, they go, Oh shit, Brett's here, man. Oh shit, be cool, everybody. Be cool. Come on. You don't think that fucks with you after a while, man? Especially you're just a human being underneath all that. You don't like that my example was like a buddy that's like Baywatch. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Um, but no, I hear it. I just don't like, you know, stereotyping too much. I mean, I know I, I could feel, depending on what you do Dude. in law enforcement, it could be very rewarding. And I'm sure they're also in the same, stressful, and can be tricky and potentially toxic. But there's a lot of different jobs that can have toxic work environments. And that can just have to do with who you work with, not even necessarily the job. Very true there. Right. But think about how much that pulls on your psyche and your happiness. And now imagine oh, yeah. if most days and most people you were either, come on, what do they say? You got to take the good with the bad. What happens when you just get freaking huge heaping spoon, uh, spoonfuls of bad? You know yeah. what I mean? When every day it's either a car accident you're saying, pulling somebody over that is so fucking pissed that you just pulled them over. You know what I mean? Where yeah. does the fun ever start? I hear you. Now you're making me think of like paramedics that show up to car accidents and things like that. Pretty intense shit. Yeah, uh, your, your buddy that's in the boat, all he's doing is finding people that are pretending they're not drunk. No, <laughs> no, this is beer, man. It's not mine. Nope. 
Let's take it over to what you're token on today, homie. What do you got or what aren't you token on? I'm smoking on a joint, but I will say I've been back and forth, uh, a back and forth relationship with these carts, man. And they have some good carts. You know, they got $20 carts at dispensary, cartridges, liquid. For those that don't know, carts is something that you comes like, uh, you're going to screw it onto a battery, you hit a button yeah. and pull vape. Yeah. And they give you a, a much different buzz than going or smoking a joint. Smoking a joint, you walk back and you're like, holy shit, I'm fucked up. You know, I'm high, man. These, you're kind of like, I don't know, took the edge off a little bit, but, and you can hit this 10, 12 times in a, you know, a 10 minute period. You know, so that's like, thank you. Don't vape, man. Don't start vaping, whatever, nicotine or whatever. Just uh, oral fixation or whatever you want to say is just so it's just so easy to sit there and be watching TV or doing something and just hitting this thing every few minutes. But I did that, man. And I was uh, on the drive home with my buddy and I got so high. I was like, dude, I, I don't want to be driving. I was scared because he had, had uh, smoked some. And well, I was like, like I don't know if you should be driving. Un I, couldn't, I was looking, I kept on taking my glasses off and then putting them back on <laughs> and then taking them off and being like, dude, I wouldn't be driving right now. This guy smoked what I smoked, man. So I just, it made me think, man. So I think I'm back on to saying these carts will get you really fucking high. The only for convenience, man. I think um, like as far as the last time it's been so long that I used a cart on a battery. So I think when I traveled the Tennessee and I don't even remember why and it was probably four years wow. ago because yeah I don't I just uh, I live I mean I don't know Here, here's your good live resin what was in the cart did you say what did you say was in it a really good live resin but just take a look this was because I was snowboarding okay I took my daughter snowboarding what a joy but I could have put this in my pocket which is a bowl a container by the way this one cracked I did bring it in my pocket and a lighter and probably a token poker too you know to clean it anyway or this thing and yeah, it's a different buzz, but geez, put this on, you know, you can smoke this thing uh, anywhere. You're taking the ritual out of it, Scotty. For, yeah. for snowboarding, if you if you know the area, there should be somewhere where you could break or find a little toker hut. I know where one is at Loveland Ski Area. Yeah. If it's still there, but it's all, you know it is nice to stop when the, when the weather's bad, it's one thing, but when you can stop and sit in the woods and smoke with your buddies while skiing, snowboarding, whatever, it's fabulous. I always still bring flower boarding, um, but shitty weather or convenience or discreetness. Discreetness is really the only reason I can go with as far as vape pens. Um, Except I have this key patrol will just cruise by you smoking a joint. As long as you're like two feet in the woods, they're okay with it. You know? Yeah, they don't, they don't, they don't care. I will um, tell you that I think I've retired from snowboarding in the woods. It's very tempting, but it seems like it's a young man's sport. That's, you have no margin for error, sir none depends on the woods it's fabulous you i love snowboarding in the woods because you can pick your speed i can go through the woods real slow and it's just like i'm on a hike on a board in the woods really? so i'll be yeah. doing that for a little while and i'll be like oh i'm in the woods and i'll forget i'm sliding down a mountain and it'll just go all bad man all bad oh uh, um all right well I'm, I'm medicating with my same flower here my irie genetics is almost done last wake and bake if you caught i was talking about um I was getting some of those Moonlanders uh, shipped out to me, which sure. is like the psilocybin CBD. Third uh, of a gram. Yep. Well, and there's <laughs> there's maca in it, M-A-C-A. Um, and I was talking about different effects of it and whatever. They're saying there's potentially some sexual benefit aspects of maca. And, and on YouTube, somebody's like, I see, dude, talking about maca and libido. Someone can't raise their flagpole. So no worries, guys. I like to look at... <laughs> 
no worries. <laughs> and, 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 and whenever that may be the case, I'll lean on everything oh, possible shit. in this modern medicine world, which is kind of cool. But I always like to look at different uh, types of herbal supplements and roots. And when people want to blow that shit off, where do you think drugs came from? You know, as far as just oh, different yeah. things that people have found in rainforests or grinding up roots or eating plant leaves or, you know, the whole history of mankind with herbal medicine has been going on way longer than modern medicine. And when we look at some of the things modern medicine does, it is really good. I don't want to shit on modern medicine. There's plenty of aspects Absolutely. of it that are awesome. Um, but I also think there's plenty of aspects of it that aren't awesome. So uh, and the capitalism part of it and the capitalism part of it. Well, and you can waste a lot of money on herbal, quote, supplements, right? If I, you know, they, they make a lot of claims, if you will. So just definitely pick and choose. You know, for me, I'm just trying out this, this, this mock. And I looked at, you know, I look at this shit, $23 for this bottle. And they want me to take four of these a day, man. This isn't going to, you know. Yikes. So you, re you really got to see what's benefiting you. And then I, for people that listen to the show, I take a, called a 360 complete uh, mushroom supplement, which has like lion's mane's turkey tail reishi like all that and that was because maybe i got sold but i watched the my movie fantastic fungi like dude these things gotta do something good they're just too cool yeah. like the one makes me trip and connect with nature the other one you know the turkey tail supposed to be really anti-cancerous like so um i do like what do you to think about look. growing your own man what do you think of, i mean i seen it it's not that hard i mean after you get same with the weed after you get tired of growing weed you start growing like peppers and shit after you get tired of growing psilocybin mushrooms on your kit, when you start actually growing like oyster mushrooms and turkey tails and stuff like that? Yes, I have a mushroom actually growing kit that I've grown turkey tails in once. Right. Um, and I might get some more for culinary purposes. As far as, I don't know, the psilocybin mushrooms are fairly, we'll just say, available to me. You know, it's one of those things. That's, that's where, what I mean. Yeah, I, could, you I, I hate to say that. It's fun. Because people are like, well, dude, you grow weed. Why not grow the mushrooms instead of, you know, purchasing them? And that question, actually, that makes me think. It makes me think that maybe I should get into that. What's up? What I mean is like the, I'm not talking the psilocybin. I'm saying like the turkey tails. And there's just such a difference between eating an actual mushroom and buying, you know, Paul Stamets capsules. And God love Paul Stamets. And I'm sure they're good quality capsules, but just the freshness and stuff like that. And then the economics of it. I actually bought some of those Paul Stamets turkey tail capsules and I didn't want to spend the money to figure out if they were working or not. It was like <laughs> 60 bucks, you know, or something for a couple, you know, a couple capsules a day. It was interesting, but I don't know. I'm not convinced. I would be more convinced about growing them out of a mushroom bag, you know, a sacred three mushroom bag. Shout out to you. I hear you. I got to look in the cost of ordering some of those uh, inoculated blocks. I know you can do it all on your own, but I decided so, so much time in the day. Um, and, you know, when there's free time, the first thing to do is, is exercise. So you have mental health. And then after that, your hobbies. And of course, making sure I got some fine cannabis growing and whatnot. But uh, don't yeah. you live? Don't you live on like a giant piece of fungi? You know, the world's largest fungi. You should be able to just grow them outside, man. Just go out and inoculate there, the woods, bro. They're already, funny thing is, Scotty, they're already inoculated. <laughs> so when you go on a hike, yes, here in the Pacific Northwest rainforest of Vancouver and British Columbia, you see so many mushroom species. And if you know That's what you're awesome. looking for, you're almost guaranteed to get something you can take back to eat or make a tea with or do whatever. So, um, all right, let's cool. get into the, the comments here. Uh -huh. uh, <laughs> yeah, dude, you picked these, man. You went I full picked. on the first one, huh? 
Common hack. Common hack says your cancer. Guys, I have a still stitched up here. Stitches coming out tomorrow. A little bit of a black eye from getting some uh, basal cell cut out of me, which wasn't, you know, it's not, it's the best. It's if you're going to get something, get that. It's maintainable. It's the first might... stage of it, man. It's the first stage of it. If you wouldn't have fucked with it, it would have gotten worse, man. Uh, potentially. Potentially. No, but... it was going to get better magically. <laughs> so common hack says your cancer is caused by the chems you're putting on your skin called sunscreen. And I've thought about this before because like there's a lot of different brands of sunscreen right. and is your skin is your biggest freaking organ, organ, as you said yeah. on the other show. Um, you know, hence when, you know, you get different things on it, you want to rinse it off. You don't want bad things to absorb in it, but it is kind of a trip to me when I think about, okay, I'm going to lather up my skin with this like lotion. And when I read the ingredients in some of the bottles, I'm clueless. Yeah. I can't even pronounce half the shit. And if you Google around, you know, will sunscreen, you know, cause skin damage? It's a rabbit hole. That is just you, you all kinds of shit you can find good and bad. But I don't want to scare people away from sunscreen, of course. Um, I'm more the person I just like now cover up. Like I said, I'll put on the big right. hat. But you don't want to be that kid at the pool with the shirt on. Just don't do it. Okay? Ah, like I said, <laughs> it's cumulative, though, man. You don't want to be that person getting those big, dumb red burns that peel. Yeah, I'm not anti. I mean, I know this; those shirts have gotten more popular like in the past decade, right? The S SPF of 50 swim shirt, you know? Yeah, we um, love safety now, bro. Okay, man, did they make an SPF 100? <laughs> i yeah. try to use a quote like the only place actually i will put sunblock is if i'm out exposed your face is like exposed a lot to the sun right but i'm always trying to wear a sun hat if need but my sure. face my nose you know the back of my neck those areas that are going to get exposed but be careful out there with your skin and sunscreen is kind of creepy i agree with you common hack <laughs> yeah hey i will say that this kind of has something to do with today my dog had a rash and I was like, just give him a bath. And yeah, a little Tito. It's like, just give him a bath and use something like uh, ivory soap. That's what I use because I'm like, ivory soap only has four like pure ingredients. I can't remember what, mem can't remember what they are. And so I Googled it. And yeah, this is what I found out. And it actually has more than four. It's made up of sodium tolate and or sodium palmate with water, sodium cocaine, and sodium palm kernelate, glycerin, sodium chloride, fragrance, coconut acid, palm kernel acid, tallow acid, palm acid, and tetrasodium <laughs> EDTA. I was like, holy shit, that's more than four. I thought it was like super pure, clean soap, man. That's why. Yeah, I like basic soap is supposed to just be like real simple ingredients to my yeah. nose. That was my grandpa when he, it was his only bathing product. Even for his hair, it was a bar of soap. There you go. This yeah, is for everything. It's like, uh, okay. High C says that, but High C, you don't have any hair, man. So it's not fair. <laughs> All right. Jack Furlong says the act of growing alone got me out of depression and the bud just saved me double or saved me money. Double bonus. I almost quit yeah. growing because the bud sucked. So I started watching the DDC <laughs> and learned to grow yes. fire. Yes. Awesome, dude. Um, I always it love is. stories about people, you know, getting in the grow, which this is another one here. This is a feel good story from, uh, Verm, Verm Vood, Verm Vood, Verm Vood, Verm Vood. Yes. Must uh, be German. It says personally decided to grow when the risks of growing in prohibition land were outweighed by the risks of buying on the black market. Hang on. Never mind out there. That, that means that dude, if you got caught with just four or five plants, it was way better to do that than get caught making a, a drug deal. Mm. This is true. 
Or maybe um, they wouldn't bust you. You just know they weren't going to bust you for four or five plants where you're at anymore. Never mind the unknown quality of the bud until I uh, until I bought, which could turn out more than likely to be quick dried, uncured, and taste like soggy hay. <laughs> a small two by two tent and a perpetual auto flower cycle keeps me supplied with my own medicine and not have to spend uh, 20 euro. I think, yeah, yeah euros this is, per this gram. From Holy EU, shit. From, oh, wait, hang on. Yours, that's all EU, right? Yeah. Got it. Got it. Which they're worth more than a, the US dollar, I believe, by is a it? pretty significant degree. Um, no but idea, man. At least. I know my own bud is clean and grown with love, plus the joy of actually growing my own and something to focus on after I found myself divorced and in a country which I can't exactly speak the language very well helped me greatly with mental health aspects. Nice. That would nice. kind of suck. Like maybe you don't have that friend network yet and all you right. have is your wife and then you're divorced and you don't even know how to talk to people. And think about even if it would be worse if you went to Scotland and you're like, fuck, they're, so they're speaking English. I still don't know how to <laughs> talk to people here, man. They are pretty heavy accented. I totally <laughs> agree. Um, it says it does not have to be. This is kind of what you've been preaching lately, Scott. It does not have to be expensive. 100 watt LED, two by two tent, a few auto seeds. My total cost was 150 euros. So after first harvest, I more than got my return on my investment. Was the equipment I bought the best? Hell no. <laughs> but it works and I'm getting nice smoke. You don't need a masterpiece or be pulling pounds from a harvest for one's own supply. Or mo you don't need monster space, sorry. Yes, it's true. I can't wait to get more people into a two-by-four tent. I mean, that's my goal. If you're spending money at the Dispo, what is it, five? I think it's about 600 bucks, maybe 700 to get you into some really good gear. And, uh, yeah, you could be growing. Just... Uh... Yeah, I just sold my 5x5 Gorilla Grow tent. I used one up here to a, a fellow Canuck. And uh, I was like, what's the deal, you know? And I was like, I got a 2x4 rocking right in my house there, and it's doing great. You right. know, I just don't need the space. Granted, enough weed. I do miss getting in, being able to get in my tent. <laughs> I try mm -hmm. to get it in my 2x4. It, it's just not going to work. I, I do, do like, like getting it. in the tent. I have my mechanics dolly, and I'll just, I guess, it, you know, it's like a little, little chair or whatever like that or seat i should say and uh i love just rolling around the grow and checking out the plants and just yeah just rolling around there man just hanging out sometimes i'll go in there with a beer sir and i'd say about 40 percent of the time i spill that beer <laughs> <laughs> how dare you how dare it's true you? it's true you have yeah. to get a beer caddy mounted to the wall whoa <laughs> i seen i almost put it on best of social media uh facebook started uh uh, marketing shower beer holders to me. That's because we talked about it on the show. You probably don't recall. I got one um, yeah. last Christmas and I mentioned it on the show. And ever since then, Facebook, I was told, I don't know if it's Brett Weinstein or something. There's someone who's on Rogan lately who's self-proclaimed nerd. And he's like, okay, if you have an Android phone, just understand it's always recording. Oh yeah. Always. <laughs> He's like, it's always not recording, sending information, man. It was yeah, so and crazy. it's and it's like, yeah, I am sending information, and it's not. I'm not saying I don't know enough about this subject to dive into that Apple's all this much better, but regardless, it's like it's when you, it's very easy to believe from where we're at now. If you haven't seen it in your life with how marketing just pops up, you're like, dude, there's no way anybody heard me talk anything about that shit. It's got to be different. right, yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, I then again, I say, why do I care? I, listen Dude. to me if you want to. 
I'm telling you, I heard the guy from Zuckerberg from Facebook one time goes, yeah, Facebook wants to predict your mood. And I was like, dude, dude. And it didn't even make That's sense. That's so creepy at the sounding. Time, man. Yeah, it didn't even make sense at the time. Now it makes sense. So we know Scotty's going to be probably angry at this point in the day. What type, what do we market to angry Scotty? Hmm, what yeah, type of. Right, right. All I know is for a while they were just trying to give me, uh, what are the amphetamines? Adderall. Uh, the, uh, what was it? Adderall, the psilocybin, ketamine, and Viagra. All four of those, man. Is that in a multi-pack? I don't know. I bought three of them, but, you know. All right, let's get into what's going on here. You've been reading a book called Just Listen. Just Listen. So tell me about it. I think his name is Mark somebody. and um, Mark somebody. Very good. Yeah, I didn't really listen that hard, I guess. (laughs) No, I think the Mark Goulstein or something like that. Anyway, it's a really interesting book, and it says starts out by being like, yo, you probably really don't know how to listen. And they were like, listening is not thinking about what you're going to say next, not thinking about what you're going to eat. Mark Goulston, G-O-U-L-S-T-O-N, in case anybody listening wants to pick up the book. But go ahead. (laughs) It was really good, man. But yeah, I was just talking about, even like I was thinking about it and I was hanging out with Banner this morning. He's talking about like, you know, some like AdWords advertising platform or something like that. And I'm just like, all right, really listen, Scott. He's explaining this to you just to explain it. He's just doing this for you. And I'm like starting to look at his hat and be like, dude, I should get one of those hats, man. This DGC hat's turned out good. And I'm like, yeah, go back to listening, man. That's where you got to try and keep it real, potentially. I mean, everybody's guilty of it because it's, it's almost like it's impolite to not listen to what somebody's saying. If you find that while they're talking, you're starting to know this is of no use to you. You're not interested. You just don't want to listen to it. That's where you should tell that person that, hey, nothing against you, man. I like you, but I don't really care about what you're saying right now. So <laughs> let's. No, uh, you can't do that. Somebody let's change the you. subject. Let's do something else. Let's move on. Because what, the, what people do a lot of times, I've done it to you, people, is they just interrupt. They're bored with what somebody's saying. Just interrupt to change the subject or to get your point across. Um, I feel I'm pretty good at listening because, man, when you just let people talk, like you learn a lot about people. You learn a lot about like if you have a bunch of people like talking at a party, I, I'll learn shit about people, especially people that I don't know by listening before I interact with them because then I know more how to interact with them by what I've heard them say with somebody else or by letting them talk to me. Uh, but it is even more challenging now in these days with our, I feel it myself. I, I mean, my phone's sitting right here. Right. I just looked over it at it like well, before recording, like I had to do something. But our attention spans with, is affecting, I believe, our listening skills more than ever with the way modern technology shortens your t- attention spans and it shortens your listening span as well. Yeah. See, you I can catch really, all that? I really listen, dude. I did. <laughs> you have to on the show. That's why it's the best time to talk to you because we're, we're, we're doing a show. It's being recorded. You know what I'm saying? That is true, man. We get each other's <laughs> undivided attention. Huh. And think about that. Yo, this book, just one of the points it made that I just thought would be interesting to talk about, because I never looked at things, you know, or whatever it is, the brain like this or communicating to someone like this, but it was, it made sense, man. By the way, the other book this guy has is called Talking to Crazy. 
<laughs> I had to buy that one too, man. But it talks about these different like layers of the brain, we'll call okay. it, you know? And you got that primal, the primal layer, the fight or flight, the fucking super defensive. That's like the inner layer, you know? That's the first one, I should say. You know, so you got to, once that one is kind of satisfied, you can go to the like emotional brain layer. You know, and that's, you know, you start thinking, oh, you know, you're not thinking. Uh, uh, Dude, once you have to have that anymore. primal layer satisfied before anything, right? Yeah. Before anything. Yeah. I mean, what? because that's like your you know, shelter, food, yep. you know, health. And if any one of those aren't working, that's all you're thinking about. You exactly. know, how can I survive? I got it. Yeah, I got yeah. it. You know, somebody talk to you when, they, when you're just fucking hungry. Could be giving you the cure to cancer. You're like, dude, all I can think about is. I taught my son that the other day. Yeah, he came home after school, and I'm like, we gotta. I think it was like, dude, I gotta get back in the car, and he like started doing it, but he's all pissed off. (laughs) When he's all done, I'm like, why were you all pissed off the whole time? He's like, I'm so hungry. I'm like, tell me you're hungry and go eat. Like, take care of that. Like, you don't have to, you know. So yeah, I got what you're saying. You can't have a rational conversation. With someone, and dude, if we're not in that, we're in that rational mode, man, rational brain, everything's fine for us, man. Dude, you can't have a conversation with someone that's in that primal fucking, you know, have their primal needs haven't been satisfied. It ain't gonna make sense. He's gonna be an asshole just because he's hungry. You're gonna be like, what the hell, man, you know? But I don't know, it's just cool. And then there's the after they, that's satisfied, their basic needs are satisfied, there's this emotional layer which you can appeal to their uh, emotions and actually, oh man, that's the right thing to do. You know, that really is, you know, or, you know, wow, that scares the shit out of me to do that. And, you know, that's when you get to the last thing is you put it together and you're like, well, here's a logical answer, man. I can really, I can put my emotions aside and I can make the smartest answer. And that's how this doesn't, they all build on each other. You know, there's three parts of the brain. So three parts of the human brain, but definitely, I'm going to say probably different, of, not probably, definitely different on the fact of like the male or female brain. As far as no, like, I, think I could those just... layers are the same. There might be, it might be harder to get past that emotional layer. Or... I was just about to say, like, I think uh, speaking for my own experiences, the emotional layer, uh, and not in a negative it's way. It's thicker than female, you think, man. The female Always brain, I think. Yeah, I mean, you have to be. You have to be emotionally satisfied in a relationship as well, Stan, okay? Um, yeah, that's but, the little one, man. And after that, man, you can make intelligent decisions, dude. I agree. <laughs> Sometimes I, I think about, well, man, you ha- your brain's capable of a lot of things, right? It's like a supercomputer in your head. Yeah. And my primal shit, most of the time, most of my life has been satisfied. I've been born into, it's been pretty easy as far as i can eat i've had shelter i've had a place to live versus you know you can get born into a lot of different situations which in turn means i should be performing better on my emotional and logical layers i should be putting it out there more it's just like when i think about uh, just yesterday i actually use this a lot when i'm like man you're supposed to go up in the garage and work out today it's an on day go out there do your uh, calisthenics you know push-ups pull-ups that kind of shit right man the garage is cold i don't feel like doing this shit but you that's logical hey the garage was cold so i quit <laughs> man it's very logical i like that no i always get motivated by look at what you have you have a fully functioning healthy body the fact right. that you're saying you can't do this is bullshit and i don't know how i got here we're just jiving but um yeah that's just a uh motivational tip for me man especially i've said it before on the show when you see somebody 
going down the road, steering a, a chair with their mouth that can't, you know, barely do anything. It's like, right. it's almost, they're motivating me almost. I think right. that's a good thing. I feel bad for their situation, but it's uh, motivating. It makes me just no, don't take advantage, I guess. Yeah. I know you're not going to believe me, but I saw somebody skiing with no legs, like no legs. Well, yeah, totally. They get in those yeah. uh, sit down, sit like the sit down car thing. No, the, no, he had skis. How do you yeah. know it went? He's just I, using no, his arms never seen, only. Never seen anything like it. Yeah. yeah. And there's air between his yeah. amputee yeah. area and the like ground. A, yeah. Yeah. A little bit. What are his skis attached to? Uh, his stumps. Wow. Okay. I'm not kidding, man. I got you. When I see handicapped skiers using, I mean, they it's amazing. ass like in the sit down things. Those things freak me out. I'm like, holy yeah. shit, dude. That is. And they'll do some wild ass shit in that. Same as mountain biking. So I've seen some at Whistler in person, four wheel handicapped people in a four wheel bike system, full suspension. Yeah. Uh, pretty uh, just full on doing jumps and shit. Too badass. Yeah. And meanwhile, I'm taking my motorized bike through there, man. Passing dude. <laughs> this Pissing reminds me that it's kind your of pet peeve, isn't it, man? I got passed just the other day and I thought it was my buddy. <laughs> I was coming up and I was about to lean over, like, damn, second win. And it's just the guy. Anyway, it's fine. E-bikes are fine. Um, but you are reminding me, uh, since we're talking about the brain um, and we mentioned sports, about pushing yourself. Uh, sometimes I believe you have to have either trauma or something happen in your life. Uh, different athletes, like, for example, the current, probably the current top slope style athlete in mountain biking, uh, Emil Johansson, um, he went through a hell of a time, even documentary made about he lost his health. He almost lost everything with the sport. They didn't even right. know what was wrong with him. And I feel like sometimes I was explaining this to my son. I'm like, you could, you, you should be able to go to whatever level you want in the sport. You have no excuses, you know? And, but other than it, I think it gives you an edge when you make it through an injury or oh, sure. you almost die from something, or you make a comeback to you push harder no... than somebody that that hasn't happened to financial or... loss. You'll see it. Oh, I came from nothing, man. When I saw how poor we were, I knew I was going to, you know what I mean? Like you see it in uh, financial aspects of people too, or business successfulness. Well, that works. <laughs> I just want, I wanted to say that when you have no plan B, you know, you have no fucking choice. You're like, this is what I'm committed to. I don't have a you know, rich family to fall back on. I don't have a college degree to fall back on. There is no plan B. You know, I, I think that's, that's uh, something if you, I don't know. <laughs> How old are I, you I when you're too old to move help. back in with your parents, though? Is there a certain age for that? 40. <laughs> from what the TV sitcoms say, it's about 40, sir. I think I had a buddy live with his parents until like at least mid-30s or something. But every there was, I guess it was fine. I don't know. Some people yeah. would shit on it. I'm like, who cares if he likes to live there? They don't mind him there. He's saving a shit ton of money, whatever. It wasn't like yeah, it's a... cool, man. He didn't financially <laughs> have to do it. You know what I mean? Right. It wasn't even like a financial or a can't go out into the world type of thing. And I think, you know, family wants to live together. It's all good, but I'm not letting my mother-in-law move in again. I'll tell you that much. No. Or a part-time. You can learn as lessons my, from this show. As my wife says, once we have enough of a property to have a back house, mm -hmm. like a back, you know, that goat, we could say go home. So <laughs> anyway, all right, that's good, man. Definitely practice. <laughs> what is practice she, a dog that. or something, man? Practice the listening, man. It's important, especially it's uh, you, you see it all the time in relationships. Me and my wife have been together for over 20 years and she'll be like, obviously you weren't listening to me. And I'm like, honey, we talk to each other more than anybody. There's no way I'm going to listen to you all the time. It's just not going to happen. I'm try. I'll try to listen to you as much as I can, but people that are close to you, sometimes it's easy to blow off with listening right. skills. 
Um, but work on it. And it's something you always have to work on. It's not like, oh, I'm a master listener now. It's like working out a muscle, man. You got to keep that shit going to, uh, to have it work out for you in communication. I have asked my wife, I'm like, have you ever heard one of our shows? And she, the same thing. Just, dude, I hear enough. I talked to you enough, man. <laughs> I love it. I don't think like, my do wife you know? is. No, I've played some of our show in the car. Yeah. That's because you have them trapped. They can't I leave, ask, you know? Yeah, well, no, I've never done that. I've asked her if she knows the name of the two shows that I do. And she does, man. <laughs> that was a good basics, basic skill. Okay, before <laughs> the news here, yes, uh, hopefully you guys are having a good time. If you're having a laugh or helping your commute, you're at work, dudros.com forward slash support, guys. You are the backbone producing this show. Believe that. Uh, the pros list is another way you can vote with your dollars, man, and upgrade your grow. Find yourself some fine CBD, a grower scrognet for your grow tent, all kinds of gear at dudegrows.com forward slash pros. I forgot to mention in the beginning of the show, uh, if Guru is better, I don't even know if this is going out in time. He's supposed to be doing the Friday happy hour. Right. Um, if not, he'll be on the next happy hour. That's the DDC 420 happy hour on Discord live every Friday that we do for the Patreon producers. DGC produces, I should say. Um, and that show's going well, guys. We kick off seeds every show. You can't catch it live. No sweat. We repost it on Monday. And there's also, I think, almost out an RSS podcast feed for it. Shout out to the Rolling Stoner. Uh, and that's all I got for show business before the news. All right. All right. Wish I could do Ed McMahon better. <laughs> it's okay. Just come <laughs> up with your own shit. Doesn't have to be all right. Uh, I don't understand. Already. He's still all right. He's still, yes. And he stole, you are correct, sir. I mean, what's uh, I have found um, this first story. Uh, you kind of explained it to me. I was confused. This is Jimmy Kimmel is high off, is high off COVID's cannabis breakthrough. And I've caught, I've, I've never really watched much of Jimmy Kimmel. I know from back in the day when I did, did he, was he always, was he something before uh, doing what to do now? The, the late the night man show? show. He had, he had the man show, which uh, him and I, I do remember that one. Yep. And that was, that was pretty man. legit nineties. Right. It seemed to me like something that would happen in the nineties. Well, and then recently on and off, I don't want to get into some of the COVID aspects of things. Uh, he, he's been, he, it seems like he's got an agenda from somebody else to kind of try and shit on shit. And when he talked about CBD, that's why I want to bring this one to light. Uh, this part of the story, because we have in a new study, Researchers found that cannabis compounds can prevent COVID-19 from penetrating human cells. Now, this is a study I didn't research. I don't know if I believe that or don't believe that, yeah. but it's interesting, right? It's interesting. So it's, sure, they're researching shit. They're doing a study. Right off the bat, though, um, on the show, Jimmy Kimmel shares news on Wednesday night, joking that because cannabis compounds are also, in quotes, are also what Willie Nelson calls his house. Ha, 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 ha. And like, okay, come on, that's pretty funny, man. Cannabis compound, man. Willie Nelson, that's not. But come on, it's writers. Let's give him a. So let's give him a. His next, his next. Statement. I just got it. All right. I just got it too, actually. It's because, <laughs> uh, well, we, Willie Nelson's heavy in the CBD cannabis. Right. He sells his own right. CBD shit, weed, all that, uh, which I'm fine with. Uh, Kimmel's in next comment in quotes. This would be interesting. All this time we've been listening to the CDC. We should have been eating CBD. So this that just good, pisses me off material, because, you're, man. <laughs> because you're just immediately like kind of in a shitty way, a shyster way, like just throwing some shit, disqualifying CBD for its potential help with other things, man. I don't know if it does a damn thing right. with COVID or cannabis does or any of that. 
but I don't like like talking out like like who who's telling you to say that shit? Um, because it's definitely I think there's I'll say you know there's different funding interests. We say big pharma has a lot of money. I think they're afraid of CBD, man. It's going to take some of their money. It's already taking some of their money. We know the legitimacy of CBD. Yes. Whether it's my parents telling me it's helping them with their arthritis, uh, they have no reason to lie. I know you have, I don't know if your own father, but I have plenty of success stories with CBD mm-hmm. helping aches and ailments that people take a lot of other medication for. Yeah, absolutely, man. But I mean, come on, this is a pretty simple one. If you take a look, look around when you if you still watch TV. And you'll see that most of the ads are drug ads, man, for these weird ass drugs that you can't really tell what they do. If you look at CBD, most of the CBD companies are really small, super fragmented market. There's a mm, lot I mean, of nah, pops making pretty, money off it. But just some let me pretty big real ones quick. too. Yeah, yes, yeah. But the mom and pops, uh, there's a lot of people making money on it. And so I don't think that it, those aren't the kind of people that are going to advertise on Jimmy Kimmel. The people that are going to advertise with Jimmy Kimmel are the big money. And that's uh, the drug companies, probably the best best ones to get for that. Well, yeah, and I didn't know Stephen Colbert kind of in on this shit. A quote from him recently. Now, if you're skeptical about the, skeptical about the science here, let me remind you, this study has been reviewed by the CDC's stoner nephew, the THC. Ha, 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 ha. Well, yeah, so, he, he's one of those guys that used to be funny. And I don't know. They, I think they drugged him or something like you ever hear like you could go to like you could go to like I think it was like Central Park back in the 30s and they would give you a lobotomy like you would just line up and they'd be like, Psh. yeah, I think Jimmy Kimmel and uh, Stephen Colbert here are funny guys and have the potential to stay funny. But man, I really discredits them when I hear them what feels like delivering messages that they're told to do that has been scripted for them that has been bought and paid for because it just seems yeah it's just dirty i I don't i don't dig it a big cbd will be there next year and they'll change their tune all right all right we will see (laughs) make a note on the calendar for next year we'll check it out we'll check it out all right moving on you're right, man. There's huge brands. Advertise on Joe Rogan, dude. <laughs> Do they? They have a CBD advertisement mm-hmm. on there? And you know what sucks is I guess it's not that good of an advertisement because I can't remember which one it is. I think Kimmelman, you know, I don't think he went as far as making fun of Rogan, but plenty of people did that. I don't know. I'm like, am I getting, getting bought another rabbit hole here? Let's continue. <laughs> Arizona's marijuana sales exceed 1.2 billion and millions will help with education fund. I love that. So Arizona uh, collected more than 196 million in taxes from that 1.2 billion in sales. Um, and who do you think did more, wreck, wreck, or uh, or medical? I think they break wreck, it down. Here. Always wreck, man. It's wreck. You get anybody that comes in. Medical did 703 million. Uh-huh. Wreck did 528. You're wrong. 703 from medical. Um, so let's see here. The money, uh, the mo- mo- momentous day, this was a momentous day for Arizona. Samuel Richard, the executive director of Arizona Dispensary Association, said, interesting. Um, rarely does an industry produce over $1.2 billion in revenue the first year. This number shows that legalization cannabis is something Arizonans, Arizonans believe strongly in and the many benefits it contributes to the state's economy. You see anything wrong with this? I mean, there's this big business. You know, I like this model. I like to see the schools. There's some serious money 
um, going to schools says, or no, sorry, go ahead. Give uh, me your opinion. Uh, yeah, as long as the money is actually being used for something, you know, if it's going 7.3 to hire more, million will you know, go in education sales tax, and then 92.9 million. This is where it might be weird. So seven, we've got 7.3 million in education sales tax, and then 92.9 million in marijuana excise tax, which funds community colleges and county health departments. Right. Okay. But like you said, in the end, as it trickles down, how is it being used? I'm not sure. But I heard something I heard something about like how many administrators, like administrative jobs there are in the school system compared to how many teaching jobs. And you wouldn't fucking believe it, man. And they get paid well, too. So it's like, you got to watch how everything's spent and what everything sounds like. But it sounds good. It sounds good until you're paying 30% more for weed, though, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's definitely why we preach grow your own. You're just reminding me of less uh, quick hit on the Canadian healthcare system versus U.S. healthcare system and cost. You said, you know, the administrators and the when I recently just got these stitches done and my face cut on, it's like you go check in say who you are, show them an ID. That's it. That's the only paperwork. It takes like a minute. And then they just tell you to go down and sit in the waiting room. And then the surgeon calls them in blah, 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 and see you later. Um, because there are no, there's no money gathering. There's no money collection. Mm-hmm. There's just no, there's none of that paperwork. Now I'm not saying that one's better than the other, just an interesting uh, fact on it. Um, because definitely uh, there's a lot of ways to look at healthcare, but man, I know it's super expensive in the States. You being a small business owner yourself, probably pay out the ROS for healthcare. Oh my God, dude. <laughs> Next, you want to see little cool pictures of Jupiter, man? Yeah, yeah, I do. Let's skip that. <laughs> we don't need to go down there. I do want to see yeah. cool. What is this? What'd you find? Jesus. This is like they have a new uh, telescope up there in a the satellite or something. What's the Hubble telescope? NASA's Hubble telescope. Remember they made a whole Hubble about that? That ain't a even Hubble working balloon? anymore. That's retired, isn't it? So then who cares? I don't care if it's space, man. This could be a <laughs> Whoa, this image is wicked, dude. That it image looks is fucking amazing, right? It looks like Jupiter is still on fire. And I was about to say it looks like I can't live there. <laughs> <laughs> no, it just looks like a planet on fire with big cloud rings around it. Holy shit. Shit. No, it is the Hubble. It says, thanks to NASA's Hubble telescope alongside the Juno space probe orbiting the planet. And it is a vision, the Juno space probe. Yeah, All right. I believe in that kind of thing. It is crazy what they can see in space, man. And space itself is just mind blowing when you I just when you think about, okay, we have this earth here. What else is out there? It's good, it's a good thing to trip on conversation. Unbelievable, man. We're just on a rock spinning through space, bro. Whoa, man. Hey, dude, I see you are crushing it, sir. We've made it to the memes, man. It's like the home stretch. <laughs> nice, nice. Dude, dude, this is perfect, man. I got to take this one by one-eyed cat cannabis. You are getting really damn good at Facebook or at the, at the Photoshop, rather, man. These are excellent. Dude, if you've never seen Strange Brew, stop being a hoser and watch it, you knob. And uh, you have to have seen Strange Brew, no hoser? Not in a minute, but I've definitely well, seen it. Take what, off. What you knob. What's knob? You know, that's not a Canadian thing, man. I don't know. Maybe I just don't know yet. So what's this say? Okay, oh, this is man. me and you called Strange Crew. It says, "Let's get stoned and watch the return of the Jedi for like the seventeenth time." You hosers. Yes. <laughs> Come on, that's the best movie. That's a beer movie, man. Yes, you remember my favorite. 
Well, did they get caught in the vat? They're in a giant. I was gonna vat say that's here. my favorite yep. part. By Brewmeister Smith. No, it's all coming back to me. They're sitting there drowning in beer. They're like, dude, I thought drowning in beer would be like, you know, dying and going to heaven. So this ain't heaven. This sucks. <laughs> it was awesome. I love that movie, man. I am too. It's been probably like a decade since I've seen it. And I'm in Canada now. So what the hell? Yes. Everybody looks like that, don't they? This was interesting, totally. man. This is by Cosgen X, who was Cosgrove, but uh, uh, Nutrient Fanboys be like, and it's just somebody, you know, cartoon holding a sign, and it says, what's something that's not a cult, but seems like a cult? And I think that's hilarious. If you do look online about nutrients, holy shit, are people, <laughs> you know, just on the team, in the tribe, man. It is fucking amazing. It depends. It depends. Yeah, we we know like uh, what is it? Nectar for the gods. They got uh, those guys joke, have like, their own. Yes, their own tribe, man. You know. Oh, I thought you were gonna call it a cult. Cult does have. I have just to clarify again. Does cult have to be negative? Yeah, because they want to separate. I think one of the rules of cult making is you got to separate people from their friend, friends and family. I, I just think it's crazy that everybody thinks they can get recruited into a cult, but cults look for like specific people. Like they reject a shitload of people. When you feel like shit if you got rejected by a cult. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I'm just on Wikipedia. This is a system of a religious variation and devotion directed toward a particular figure or object. Okay. Usually sinister. Oh, All right. Usually. Oh. It's regarded as strange or sinister by others. Got it. I don't pass right. on any commentary after that. But dude, real fly high eighty nine. By the yes. way, every time I think about this guy, I think him with the uh, king palm leaf. Just I, I, cigar, <laughs> can of gar, I guess, man. Just very classy, sir. Did somebody say dude grows NFT? And I don't really know what NFTs are, and this doesn't help. But it is some weird ass <laughs> images of us, man. What? It's pretty fucking cool, though, man. You got your shirt off, dude. I will say, oh, man, <laughs> DGC, I'm brain farting token. Over on Patreon was messaging me, hey, if you want to understand about NFTs, check out this guy, Gary V. He has some videos on YouTube. And I immediately was like, actually kind of excited because I thought he was talking about nutrient film technique being DGC and telling me to check out a guy's grow videos. And I watched this guy, Gary, Gary Vaynerchuk, v. man. And you What's got more that? excited when you watched Gary Vee, didn't you, man? No, he seems like an enthusiastic dude that confuses me. I was, I, I watched, I tried to, I watched like, yeah, through, right. I don't know if you, have you seen the guy? Yeah, um, yeah. I've watched through like three or four of them and I was trying to take it in. He's got his own cult, man. He's a cult leader, Gary Vee. He did not give me information and he just seemed pumped up about himself a little bit. Maybe I need to watch more. I don't know. Anyway. I don't, I don't, I know a lot of people. He does have his own cult. Fuck yeah. That was um, a good one, though, man. Canadian bacon is another one. I cat cannabis is just killing it, man. When I see these, I cannot pass them up, man. And uh, you don't remember John Candy and Canadian oh, bacon? Yeah. Oh, there yeah. John go. Candy. I love him. They have a rest in peace. He's, 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 he wasn't yeah. in the great outdoors, too. Yeah, just those fun family movies, man. Saturday morning movies, <laughs> you know? Oh, thanks, One-Eyed Cat Cannabis. It looks oh, fairly... The jacket's pretty tight there. It's <laughs> tight. I, I do like want to tell man. you, though, that uh, you're going to be surprised that NFT by the real Fly High 89, like, watch, we check back in a year, and it's worth, like, a shit ton. Somebody's oh, got yeah, it. yeah, man. We're selling those, man. 
cryptocurrency. How do we protect it, dude? I love Cruz got the Malibu shirt. Um, wow. Wow. I might pay to own that. Like if I if I'm the guy and I can put that out and be like, this is my original in the metaverse. I think I get it. Oh, all right. What did you find? I didn't watch the social media yet. Yeah, here. this one, you know, this one fucked up. I don't know. Something fucked up with it. So we'll pass on this one because uh, okay. yeah, that's that's not the one. Here you go, dude. Uh, I don't know. I just like this one, man. It's a bicycle and it's locked around a pole. And of course, you could just lift the bike up over the pole. But it says, I hope I'm not related to more of this person. Or I'm not, I hope I'm not related to this person. And uh, yeah, yeah, that one kind of just gave me a chuckle. I've seen that in real life, like more than a handful of times, I'll say. Yeah, it's nice if you get to live in one of those areas where you just lean your bike up against shit and it's good. But uh, I'm not living in one of those areas. I've already mm -hmm. actually had one bike stolen here. Luckily, it was my kid's oldest get around hardtail. Not that big of a deal. Like how to get stolen. I, he's like, I, I don't know. I'm like, was it locked up? No, I was on the ground. I was swimming. I'm like, dude, that's perfect time. You're right. not even, you're swimming. Anyway. <laughs> You take um, his shorts too, man, you know? <laughs> they got one up on you on the fact that you're in water. You got to get out of it before you can even run. Yep. Uh, and they get to get on a bike. And all you have is your own two feet. Anyway, yes, uh, you know, maybe there's somewhere where it's safe, Scotty, and that person can be related to, and they just don't really care because they know it's not going to be taken. Uh, so, I wasn't really listening, dude. I feel bad. Do I apologize yes, now? Yes. And then you tell me that you weren't <laughs> interested in what I had to say. No, carry I on. Just, I was just celebrating in my head. We did it, boys. High C. Tight work, man. Shout yes. outs to High C. Thank you for Coming sitting through. in. Hope, Guru, you get better there yes, soon. Yes, I do. Yes, or, I do. Or it, it is the season of the sickness. It is the season of the sickness. Mm. But I am going to shout out some DGC producers making the show happen. I'm going to give thanks to Grow Bigger 420 and Virginia Marco. What's up? Yeah, SS Funk Chicago. Taking cops daily. What's up, man? 710 gold and did fat dankery. Like I like that. Did fat. Well, what's this one? Kodank? Kodank Buck Buds. We got that right, sir. I like it. Yeah, you do. Alright. And Emilio, thanks, Devez. Thank you. Thank you for always <laughs> making me laugh with that name. I think that's really Emilio Stevez. Just yes. kind of going undercover. He's very unoriginal. Uh, hello, Snuggins. How are you? And Dixieland Dank. Last but not least, Mean Jean Terpane. Yeah. I just want to get you saying hello, <laughs> All right. Stay higher, my friends. We'll be coming at you, man. We're going to get that grow talk coming back. Want to talk grow? Stay tuned for the next show. Uh, peace out, Scotty. Hey, take a reason, dude. Some people love to play.